Welcome to the Polygon Show. I'm Simone de Rochefort, and I'm here today with Olegra Frank. Hello. And Chelsea Stark. Hello. It's just the three of us today, but as promised last time, we hope to guide you into our most anticipated games of 2019 to start with. Before talking, or after, yes, no, before talking about <laughs> what we did uh, over our Christmas break, which some of us had. I'm, Why are you look, look? I'm looking at you. Oh, because I didn't have one. In like a, a yeah. And oh, I thought at you were, ironically. Oh, okay. I thought you were looking at me out of jealousy, and I was like, "Are you jealous that I didn't have a break at all?" <laughs> so jealous. Um, and we'll also get to some emails, including a very good bad gaming habit. Uh, following up on our discussion of that last time, but first, but first, but first, the video games of 2019. Who wants to go first with their most anticipated, maybe the most anticipated game ever? Oh, I guess. I'm asking for volunteers. Oh, I thought that was literally you calling me out again. <laughs> because clearly the answer is Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A game that I've been anticipating, I guess, since I was in. The womb. Almost like seventh grade. Maybe? Oh my god, has it really been? I think since 2000, when did Kingdom Hearts 2 come out? King, 2000 Just Google Kingdom six? 2. <laughs> King, when did the second Kingdom? 2005, it's even worse than that. That might have been in Japan. Japan, though. so March 2006 is when it came out in America. And you were in seventh grade. Don't yes. do the math. <laughs> no, I was I mean, in eighth grade. Okay, I'm just Maybe? like this is where's no, the old she Sorry, is. I was in seventh grade. It I doesn't matter. I still feel like the gif of person people becoming skeleton like that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was about 13 years ago now. 13 flipping years. This is ago. so. This is actually worse than the Final Fantasy 15 delay. Really, it is pretty bad, especially mm -hmm. because consider that that was Final Fantasy. 15 and like none of them are connected versus this is Kingdom Hearts the third one which obviously it but isn't. But since then but we've had you know Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. Okay and first of all Chelsea all those games are bad. Second of all this is the only one that legitimately progresses the story. I know and I, this was me digging because their titles are all terrible. Yeah. As, as <laughs> the titles are worse than the game. 2.8 final <laughs> remix prologue or whatever. Well what was like like Full 360 black. 358 days yes. over two. Yeah. that. Okay, good. <laughs> I wasn't entirely far off. I feel like there was another one with a lot of numbers, but I don't. I, anyway, we don't want to remember them because they're all compiled now in the, the collections. Mm -hmm. The HD. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 1.8 collections. Yeah. You know. Kingdom Hearts 1 plus 2 final. Brief segue. <laughs> brief aside here. The cologne worn by the person who used this room before us is so strong that I am now tasting it in the air. It's so... And I'm pretty upset about it. Yeah, I, I can't. Like it. I'm trying to drink water here, and it's not... It, it's it, like it probably very fruity water now. It's just such a strong... This I think the same person was in one of the conference rooms upstairs before the holiday break, because I've smelled this. I'm going to go smell everyone in the company. When you find out who it is, I would say... Please give them my number, but I, I don't know if that constitutes some untoward work. <laughs> I'm actually just going to lick their neck and then walk away. <laughs> anyway, so Kingdom Hearts 3, had, that, that's literally over 10 years since the last main entry in the series was released. Yes. I remember on SEO Play when I talked about, I think, Kingdom Hearts 2.8 
the like compilation thing. I said it had been in development for 10 years and some extreme Kingdom Hearts fans gave me shit for it. Mm-hmm. And I think that they should not have done that. <laughs> because it was, even if it wasn't literally being worked on, the story should have been conceived. The, yes. the, the existence of it was conceived yeah. when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out and did not conclude the story. Especially because I think Kingdom Hearts 2, like the secret ending or something, was basically like a direct prelude mm-hmm. to Kingdom Hearts 3. Like yeah. obviously they were like, this is going to be a trilogy. It's like a trilogy. Right? The biggest air quotes in the entire world. <laughs> I'm trying to remember when was the first trailer? Do you remember the first trailer for Kingdom Hearts or even teaser? Like the kind of first announcement? It was definitely at an E3. Um, I think I was in high school. I remember seeing one E3 2013, but I don't think that was the first. But it was during Sony's thing, and they just showed Sora's sword. I think, was it that year? And that was like the crazy year with FF15. Yeah, and Mm. FF15 didn't look a thing like it does now. Um, Uh, They first announced it. Huh, I actually am not seeing. They didn't announce a release date. No. Until, or they didn't say when it would even launch at all until 2017 when they said it would come out in 2018, but then it didn't. Um, I'm not actually seeing when they first revealed it, though. Yeah. I think I just found, okay, I remember trying to find this Disney Channel ad, the original ad for the original Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. And I feel like I couldn't find it a year ago, but I just found it again. Um, and it's just as incredibly bad as I remember it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found it. Um, okay, so Kingdom Hearts 3, they showed, it was 2013. Good job, Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Uh, they showed a teaser trailer for PS4. But to Simone's point, um, after they made Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, which came out in 2005, mm-hmm. they basically, Disney went and they said, hey, can you make Kingdom Hearts 3? So, and then they're like, we're not at the point where we can say that we're making it, but like, come on, guys, you were making it, so you you're were fucking right. making it. Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited for Kingdom Hearts three because I think it looked really cool, actually, from the uh, teasers, and it's been ages since I played a Kingdom Hearts game, but I always had a lot of fun with them. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see like what that looks like in 2019, which is the year yeah. it is now. <laughs> the year it is now. When I played the demo, it was the Toy Story level mm-hmm. part of it at E3. It felt like just going right back into Kingdom Hearts in a really good way. Yeah, okay. Like it literally felt like, okay, I know what to do. I know that this is like the chain combo thing and like the summons and all the bad UI decisions. All of that was the same. All of it, yay. And I was like, I can just immediately start doing this. And it just feels so good to play, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just super stoked. Less so, like, I'm not as devoted to the convoluted story as some people, but I just love the gameplay and the worlds Mm -hmm. of Kingdom Hearts. I love the worlds too. Right? It's just like so silly and fun. I mean, just Simone, didn't you spend as much time as possible in the opening level? No, that's Oh, that was Allegra. me. That was Allegra. I hate the opening level. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm the weirdo, remember? I got out of there as fast as I could. I'm I mean, the one with the bad You're both weirdos taste. in my heart. <laughs> I, I, I still wonder if I can play this game having never really fully played a Kingdom Hearts at all. I would all. love to see you try. Yeah, oh, I think you should. God. Yes, I will, I will definitely do this for science and the Polygon show. Yeah. Excellent. Speaking of you, Chelsea, what is your most anticipated game of 2019? Speaking of Chelsea, Chelsea. Uh, <laughs> I, I added a bunch of things to this list and uh, because we were like compiling it. And there's a lot of really interesting things. I think 
Choose your best one. I'm going to say Animal Crossing on Switch. Yeah. yeah. Because- I'm glad that you said that because we did get an email about it, which I'll read after you say your reasoning. Ooh. Well, I think that I I fully fell in love with Animal Crossing at New Leaf, and I didn't play it on GameCube like Allegra did. Uh, but it, it's such a, like, it's going to be the perfect portable game. And now having, which we'll talk about later, played, like, finally embraced Pokemon Go as a game, which is a game you should never play on your TV and only portable. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm like just so excited for like being able to pull out Animal Crossing anywhere. And it's going to look so great on the Switch. And I'm going to be able to play with my friends. And it's, it's going to be really good. It is interesting that Animal Crossing started as a console game because mm-hmm. it really does feel so perfect for handhelds. I remember the first time I played New Leaf, it was on the flight to E3 when the year that that came out. So what, 2014? 2013, maybe? 13, 14. Uh, so, and it was like, you ran out of stuff to do. Like the first day, it's like, you have to let time pass. And I was like, well, because it was like, literally, you know, you need to develop these friendships and people need to move your town. And so the first day, you actually run out of things you can possibly do. Mm-hmm. Oh. And well, that's... It's kind of good. I think that's kind of an almost intentional design. It's like meant to be a game that you can kind of dip back in and it it rewards you for that. Yeah. That makes sense. I would be very upset if that happened when I was on an airplane trying to enjoy a game. Exactly. I mean, at the start, but I like that it builds stuff layer by layer and, you know, you don't don't meet the bill salesperson till later. And I think that's like perfect design for a Switch game as it it worked on a 3DS. So Yes, I do agree with that. Yeah, I just think that like that's a game that I'm excited to have on my person at all times. Mm-hmm. And I've never played an Animal Crossing game. So oh, this you're is going to be my first one. You I'm so it. excited. I know I'm going to absolutely devour it. So just something so perfectly relaxing about the mm-hmm. idle stuff of Animal Crossing. And I think that's actually the game we need this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. It's like, oh, you want to just do some fishing? You just want to decorate your house? You want to pay off your home loans like you'll never do in real life? Mm-hmm. Uh, these are all things you can do. <laughs> And our listener, Joseph, says the game I'm most excited for 2019 is the new Animal Crossing, as I said. My first experience with Animal Crossing was with Wild World for the Nintendo DS. My cousin and I shared a copy and worked together to keep our town beautiful. That's so cute. When I was seven, my family moved to a different state. I took our copy of Wild World with me, and seeing my cousin's villager sleeping in the bed next to mine in the attic of our house helped me feel connected with the home I had left behind. To this day, I have remained an avid fan of Animal Crossing, and the upcoming title has gotten me excited in a way I haven't been in years. Joseph. That is so freaking cute. That is so nice. Okay, there's one bad thing about Animal Crossing, though. Tell me. If you don't play for a while, your villagers get really mad at you. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Sometimes they move away. Sometimes they move away, or they'll just send you angry letters they'll like mail mail you a letter that's like why have you not been back mm-hmm. you broke my heart and i just like i don't need that guilt yeah like combination yay time is passing so i don't i should i have to put the game down but if i put it down too long yes it'll be ruined it'll literally be ruined yeah if you left your character outside in the rain as allegra is afraid of apparently <laughs> happening yeah. in games where that doesn't matter if it happened in Animal Crossing, you'd get sick. You'd get sick. You'd, you'd get, get sick. sick. Mm-hmm. You'd suffer pneumonia, Aww. tuberculosis. And then what if you leave them out in, outside for <laughs> for months and then it turns into winter in the game and it's snowing and then they're in the snow. And then they're frozen. It would be like the end of The Shining. I think they automatically, well, they used to go back to their Spoilers. houses automatically. Oh. Spoilers. Spoilers for the shiny. But I don't know if they do anymore. I can't remember. I don't 
I think that they do at the end of the night, but I can't remember either. And yeah. it's, but yeah, it's just like that's the the level of pressure. Also, I had a mouse stalker in a. A mouse stalker? Yeah, he sent me a letter. He's like, I love you. You are like the beauty of a sunset. And I was like, well, you're oh, a mouse. What? <laughs> Did you marry him? No, I don't think you can marry people in Animal Crossing. <laughs> it's also, not Harvest Moon. Then yeah. why are they flirting with you? He What's was, the point? He was coming on so strong. I was like, okay. He just ignored his character for a little while. Then he sent me angry mail. Well, as my therapist and I discussed today, sometimes it's just for the love of the chase, Simone. Wow. <laughs> So that mouse just wanted that chase. What is what is uh, Nintendo trying to say by that? I don't know. What are they trying to communicate? I don't know. Is it a metaphor for something? Maybe we'll find out if Chelsea ever replies. <laughs> I did. I did reply, and I just said, "Let's keep it as friends." <laughs> Chatter. 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 Crushed Chatter's heart. Uh, yeah. I think. Uh, did I talk about Sayonara Wild Hearts? When we talked about this briefly a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, during our awards episode? I sure did. I'm still excited for Sayonara Wild Hearts. If you happen to miss that, um, it is the new game from Simogo, who did some of my favorite games, including Device 6. And your walk is very cool. Uh, Very unique games that have striking visuals and all of their games kind of look very different from each other which is interesting like device six is very stylish uh, like a bond movie credit sequence almost um your walk almost looks kind of like papery like you know paper mario but but creepy that's a way to describe that game. That's perfect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and Sayonara Wild Hearts, again, looks like the Persona 5 trailer, <laughs> but with neon. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's going like- to be a rhythm game, which is something they have done before with Beat Sneak Bandit, which I have not played. But um, oh, it's it- going to be trippy. I hope it'll be as incredible and thoughtful as their other games. All of their games have such perfect music as well, so I think... That's a good point. I think it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Also, Beat Sneak was very good. Okay. Yeah. I'm really sad that I've never really played or heard of these games before this. You, I will... mm, 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 mm. Just bring you my iPad. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because, like, I'm looking at Yearwalk, and I think I had heard of Device 6, but Yearwalk seems so cool. I'm kind of... I wish... So they released it for the Wii U, and I... I want to go back in time and tell them not to bother, even though like the Wii U port of that was very good. Like it used the second screen very smartly, smartly. Um, but I want to tell them just don't do it. Just wait and release it on Switch, you guys. I really, really want it. <laughs> maybe they will. Maybe they'll re-release it. Yeah, maybe yeah. they'll see tons of Switch sales from this game and then, you know. Yeah. And, and this is going to be their their first uh, console first game because they, they've never done a game that's just for consoles before, if I'm not wrong, which I don't think I am. Yeah, I think you're right. Hey! Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Chelsea, please lend a leg or her, your iPad so that she can play Device 6. Yes, I will. Yay. Yes. Uh, what else? Next, Roundtable. I know one we're all excited for. Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even people, well, actually, I don't know if they're like not as into games as us. I can't Ooh. say that. I actually think they're arguably more so because these are the kinds of people who have like complete Pokedexes. Um, But we are talking about 
games coming out and they were all like goose game goose game like this group of very different people all of them were very excited for goose game like it's one of those kinds of very weird cutesy games with a, such a silly premise that i think appeals to like any kind of person yeah even if it just ends up being sort of like a a physics box kind of thing where mm-hmm. you just run around and poke things. I'm I'm pretty excited for it because it just looks so funny and cute. And yeah. I hope it'll make me happy. And it's by the people who made um, Push Me, Pull You. Yes. Which was a very fun game that we were very into at the Polygon office for a while. Mm. Push Me, this Pull You. This was before you. your days, Chelsea. I know. But oh, it's, God, was it? Yeah, yeah. it was before We Chelsea's should explain days. what Push Me, Pull You is for the audience in case they have not seen <laughs> this incredible game. It's very good. Have you played it, Chelsea? No, I play, I, no, I was thinking of something else, and I have okay. never played it. Okay, so for Chelsea as well, um, it's this co-op, mul- like local multiplayer game, local only, and you are basically kind of like a cat dog type thing. It's a two-headed <laughs> oblong human creature. I mean, that's, yeah. Two (laughs) sets of shoulders and arms and heads Mm -hmm. on a really long rubbery torso. Yeah, which can, like, extend. Like, you can move, you can make the body longer or shorter, and you can wrap it around itself, and it's basically like like a soccer game. So there's, I think it's, like, two on each side. Um, and or maybe four max. But anyway, it's like two sides and you're basically playing soccer. Like you're trying to get the ball into the other person's net and get points. But the way you do it is like you are playing with another person as the other side of the body or you're playing by yourself trying to control this weird Nope, that sounds really... Body, yeah. Uh, it's very great. Any of those games where it's like control two characters with one side, like one yeah. side of the joypad controlling one the other, I'm like, nope, that hurts my brain. The thing is, it seems really confusing, but it's so fun, especially when, because you can share the controller with someone. So it could be like Simone and I playing as one of the bodies and I'm on the left side of the controller and she's mm-hmm. on the right. So we have to like work together to get the character moving and like contort ourselves around the ball. And it's just so silly and like surprisingly cute, even though it's disturbing. There's a dog mode. The dog mode is very good. You're pugs. Mm-hmm. You're a little, a dog dog made of pugs. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, goose game. The though. humor, <laughs> the point is, yeah. the studio has a good sense of humor. And they're good uh, at physics, which is sound, like, this yes. seems like this is going to be a, yeah. a very physics-y based game. It's going to be a big thing. Like it definitely has a similar aesthetic, aesthetic to um, Push Me, Pull You but a slightly less weird premise. Yeah. And yeah, I think exactly like it'll be kind of just like a weird puzzly box. So here's one that I has been kind of under the radar for me as a person who did not watch the Game Awards in the Valley of Gods from Campo Santo. So they announced that in the in 2017. Yeah, there wasn't. There's pay attention. Not a new trailer to that. <laughs> yeah, so I thought in, there was not this year. But if you never watched the Game Awards, then you missed it in 2017. Um, it looks like it's very different looking than Firewatch. I would, um, I would say it's not actually that different looking, like looking at the environments. Um, oh, yeah. I meant more like, I guess, story-wise. Story-wise, it takes place, uh, you're an archaeologist in 1920s Egypt. Yeah. And exploring tombs and I hear that there's some some climbing on ancient monuments and possibly some puzzle solving, but yeah. I don't actually know much about it. Um, I kind of just started reading about it today and I'm like, oh shit, this actually looks really cool. Actually reading about it and you're right, it is actually sounding more like Firewatch while I read about it. But um, yeah, it 
it's like a first person adventure and I'm reading now it's like you have a female companion and you have a camera you can take pictures but the it's difference it's a 35 millimeter camera on a little <laughs> tripod it's very nine it's appropriate it's period appropriate yeah oh, but the difference on. is your companion is actually physically present which is nice mm-hmm. um and i remember being so intrigued because it's like a she's a black woman with amazing hair mm-hmm. and they did um, the character designer made an awesome post I think on Twitter about how much work went into animating the hair like the individual curly strands yeah. I was um, just watching uh, a trailer of it silently and the, her hair does look fucking incredible yeah um, Chelsea uh, you probably remember this yes no this is so this is so pretty. I ran away from my mic to look that was yeah. so dumb uh, yeah this game is really pretty and I'm like I believe the player character might also be a woman. Yeah, I think. Yeah, right? Um, yes. Rashida? Yes. A disgraced yes. former explorer and filmmaker given one last shot at the adventurous life. One last shot. Desperately miss. <laughs> 16, 16, 16 minutes left. Gotta get it done. Okay, so well, that is the opening song to High School Musical 3. It is their last game, their last basketball game of high school, and it's their last chance to get it done and, and they get only, the championship. And you're saying there's how many minutes left? There are 16 minutes left um, in the basketball game, hmm. and they've got to get it done. I still haven't seen High School Musical 3. We have to watch it together. you haven't come over to my house. I know. You just, like, trap people in your house. You have to watch High School Musical yeah. 3. <laughs> Next time I come over, because it's been so long, I will watch that freaking movie. Hell yeah. I know. I'll Remind just, me. Don't let me forget that. I'll just bring you the TV. You can watch. That's true. Do you need a TV? I, I might. I probably need a TV. Yeah, but Chelsea is I also selling me a TV. TV. We'll talk about this. You later. want me to watch it on your? You want me to watch a, a movie? From no, I mean two thousand nine on your four K. <laughs> no, I mean I'm getting your... rid of a TV. I'm not. Oh, not talking about my TV. Okay, listen, we can argue over whose TV I'm gonna buy <laughs> later. So later. much later, literally any other time. <laughs> any other time. Uh, uh, yes, but the point is, I'll play in the Valley of Gods on it, whatever it is, and it'll look incredible. Mm. Um, and I will be a 1920s each. I also I really appreciate that narrative choice because. In the 1920s, people were fucking obsessed with Egypt. White people were fucking obsessed with Egypt. And that time period, or like that aesthetic is fascinating, but I'm glad that they're exploring that with archaeologists and filmmakers who are people of color and not the white people who were fucking obsessed with Egypt in the 1920s. It'll be interesting if they play into that at all, like the exotic how people exoticized Egypt back then. Yes, 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 yes. Also, we all love Firewatch. Yes, we do. Chelsea, you love it too, right? I do. I do. I do. Are you judging me? No, I just didn't want to assume because I know Simone and I love Firewatch. Yeah, Firewatch is good. Firewatch is good. Um, what else are we very excited for? I want to. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say I wanted to talk about this weird indie game I saw because I watched the like kind of funny game showcase, Mm -hmm. and so I added this to the list. But it was a game called Ape Out, and I was like, "Whoa, this looks amazing!" Because it's basically a game where you're an ape escaping from a lab and you have to go down the floors of the lab, but it looks like Hotline Miami visuals and action. Every time you say ape escape, Chelsea, though, I got to say. It's called ape out. Every time. But you're always like, because even in the doc, <laughs> Chelsea had written like an ape escaping from the lab. And I was like, <laughs> ape escape? Ape, there's, an, there's a new ape escape. And no. I start freaking out, but it's not ape escape. It's not ape escape. I'm so sorry. It does look really like cool with the visuals. The visuals so just funny. are really stunning. And I like this idea of like, 
the ape is getting out. And how thematically similar is it to apes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've never. Are played... they both about apes escaping? I guess um, so. So ape escape is where you're playing as a human who oh. sounds like Ash Ketchum. Oh. And he has a big net and he's trying to catch the apes. Well, this is the opposite then. <laughs> yeah, this wow. is the so literal opposite. It's, the anti- it's, it's sort of in communication with Ape Escape as a work of art, mm-hmm. questioning mm-hmm. the morals that, that were implied by that video game. I think Ape Escape posits a question mm-hmm. and now decades later, Ape Out answers it. Well, yeah. Yes, that's and true. Also, apes are... Monkeys are terrifying if they're big enough, and I do believe they could do a lot of real damage. <laughs> well, actually, apes aren't monkeys, Chelsea. <laughs> You're right, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you. However, I both of them frighten me. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it does like like it's even more stylized, I think, than than Hollow Miami because yeah. that at least had some little like I don't know if it was 16 bit or what, but like some details. And this is almost like color blocks. Yeah. Um, And it's very, very, it's pretty cool looking. And bloody, because it's a Devolver game. Mm -hmm. Um. I wanted to quickly say, we have a couple, at least two Nintendo games on here, Mm -hmm. um, other than Animal Crossing. So maybe just to throw those in as well. It looks like Nintendo... I mean, we can even mention things that aren't on our list. Like That's true. The Switch has a really cool year going, coming up with both... So Animal Crossing. And then we also had Yoshi's Crafted World on our list, which looks really cute. Like Yoshi's Willy World style, like pretty much more of that, which is fine. More of that. Uh, More of that. (laughs) Fire Emblem Three Houses, which I'm personally very excited for because. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Excuse me? Hey, sorry. Simone, what was that? I'm really happy. It was a a snort of happiness (laughs) at that being the title of that video Three houses. Three houses. It's a real estate game. Fire Emblem Three Houses. (laughs) Kingdom Hearts Three Houses. I'm so glad they're finally doing the Sims crossover that I've always wanted. It's the houses expansion. You finally finally get houses in this one. In The Sims, they've gone into, like, nightlife and jobs and pets. In Fire Emblem, they're just now getting houses. Before <laughs> it was just rooms. It was just walls. Well, it, was ju- it was just you were setting up these people on that relationship and having them have kids, but they had nowhere to live. That's true. They had nowhere. They had to live on that dirty <laughs> battlefield. A bunch of bush babies. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, right. yeah, that's going to be exciting for moi because it's the first console Fire Emblem since 2007, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah, they've what? all been handheld since then. Um, and then also we didn't put it on here, but Pokemon, there's going to be a new, like an actual main line. Is that coming out this year? Yeah, because they run on an annual. Here's the thing, though. I did just read that the director and the team was, <laughs> they did an interview where they were like, so we didn't realize that developing for a console is a lot harder than <laughs> developing for a handheld. So we're having some uh, trouble with this one. I, my, the face that I'm making, I wish people could see it but my mouth is open I am stunned yeah I am shocked they were like it's like five times harder than making a 3DS game it's like you think eyes <laughs> wide brows <laughs> raised but Pokemon <laughs> runs on like an annual cadence so it should be out in November but considering that it does mm. I mean they I mean they do want to make that holiday money mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't know I'm like very skeptical we'll see if they have anything to show in the next 
couple months and it may come out this year. Yeah, I think it definitely will depend on like when they show something for the first The latest time. could be as E3, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yes, that sounded very ominous. <laughs> you have until E3. Three. You've got six months <laughs> to make a Pokemon game. <laughs> I'll just put B in back here gluing little pictures of Pikachu on uh, popsicle sticks so I can make them, you know. Yeah. That's how you make video <laughs> make games. Make them dance. Make them dance. <laughs> Harry Potter puppet pals of Pokemon. Um, yeah. Do, do we want to move on from this? I think we've talked about quite a few things. I know we have more things on our list. Yeah. Uh, we have a really good list. That's all I'm going to say. We have a really freaking good list. Maybe we should punt people over to Polygon.com where we have a wonderful feature on the 50 most anticipated games of 2019. I think Pretty much all of the things on our list are on there. Yeah, I, I basically looked at that list, which was very well written by Colin. And then I was like, I want to play that. I want to play this. I want to play this. And mm-hmm. then I skipped over things like a new Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I was like, that's boring. More <laughs> more other things. Well, that uh, list will be in the show notes if you would like to see it, uh, which you absolutely should. And now let's talk about what we did last week, the slow week. Allegra, as the person here who worked last week, can you confirm was it slow uh yeah cool. <laughs> it was slow so what did you do with all that free time i played a lot of smash brothers i think i played over break 10 to 15 hours of smash which isn't as much as you might think but considering i also was going to work every day and sleeping 40 hours over the weekend oh my god and showering and eating and stuff i like that there's this this like I'm showering this three. What is How long is your shower? Oh, girl, look at this hair. How long do you think this hair takes? There were Allegra's basic life needs, and then any moment that wasn't that was mm-hmm. full of Smash. Yeah. Probably probably also eating and playing Smash at the same time. Smushed with Smash. Sometimes, yeah. Ugh. It was smush. Smushing. Smash smush. I did the weekend before Christmas, I went with my friend to like a Smash Brothers party, and we played Smash Brothers for eight hours straight. And then that's when I went home. I slept for like 40 hours mm-hmm. and then picked it up again, baby, when I woke up. Hey. I just am so obsessed with the spirits mode in particular. Um, we were talking about this earlier a bit, Chelsea and I and some people in Slack. It's basically just like this sort of – it's a collectathon. I've talked about it before, but they, I just love the randomized collectible nature of it where mm-hmm. you have the spirit board and then different characters show up. And I'm like, oh, I love – toad i want this toad and then i have to fight to get toad and it actually scratches that itch that pokemon kind of left behind oh. for me where it's like i used to love tr- i if it was a pokemon i cared about and i was like oh my god i really want this charmander in the wild it felt really satisfying to actually put in the work to get it i agree but now right like you're now, telling me that this throwing the ball stuff is not satisfying i mean it's a good arm workout I just guess. walking over <laughs> a billion rattatas and catching them all yeah so now it's like there's no more surprise which i think is actually good for anxiety which i have a lot of but also it's just pressing a button and it's like it's Basically, okay, I have a really good Pokeball, whatever, I'm just going to get it, which mm. sometimes worked in the other games, but just whittling down the health, you know? I Yeah, I did really, and like making sure it doesn't faint. And Yeah. Yeah. And like knowing, oh my God, if I don't get it this time, like what if I run out of Pokeballs, I'll never be able to see it again. Yeah, yeah. So it really mirrors that for me, the Smash mode. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So even if I already have the like spirit card that shows up I'm still like no I'm gonna try this battle again it was really fun and oh my god now I can have two of these things or whatever Yeah. so I just pretty much have been doing that like I haven't really played with people other than that one day 
um, <laughs> because I usually never <laughs> see people. Uh, so I've just been playing by myself this spirits thing obsessively. Allegra single player smash smush fest. Yes. Um, the other thing I did, I said in the. I, I need to never say single player smash fest again. I do do a lot of single player smash motion. This is a problem with this game <laughs> because it's like you want to, you don't want <laughs> to shorten it. it and be like you want to smash. I'm like, no, I never want to say that. I would. I, I always say that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I love the. I love the. I do respect saying that, but I don't want to say it in work slack. How about that? Hmm. <laughs> I always say that. I I can guarantee you if I go into. Vox Media Slack and search Wanna Smash, I'm going to see everyone from Polygon <laughs> talking mostly about Simone it. and me. Mostly me. Uh, actually, really mostly you. Um, oh, okay. Also over break, I watched... Well, I was home alone, right? So I was like sleeping on my couch a lot watching my 40... Or excuse me, 55-inch 4K UHD television. Why do you have to say... Like- <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to my friend the other day and I said that every single time. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I watch a lot of movies. I watch. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> did you look up Wanna Smash? I did. I did what I promised. I looked up Wanna Smash, and the actually only time it was used was Jeff saying, but still, dongle life if you want to smash. <laughs> and I clicked it, and there's one reply, and it's me saying, delete this. <laughs> <laughs> so much for being a supporter. I don't. I, I don't want to smash. I. I. You know. I used to not support smashing, but I've come around on that issue. Mm-hmm. For that dongle Early life. Early December, I was against smashing and that <laughs> dongle life, but now I am pro dongle life mm-hmm. and I am pro smashing. Yes. Carry on. Um. <laughs> so I watched a lot of stuff. <laughs> I watched um, some movies. I watched that Mr. Rogers documentary, <gasps> Won't You Be My Neighbor, which was very sweet. I watched um, Mid-90s, which is that movie that Joan Hill directed this year, which was surprising and Julia very good. liked that a lot. She did. It was a very good movie um, about kids in L.A. who skateboard in the mid-90s. And I watched um, one of my favorite shows because I was in my bed and I was like, I want to fall asleep, but I'm not that tired and I kind of just want to like listen or watch something and I don't really want to listen to the same freaking music I listen to every day. <laughs> so I was like, I want to watch a nice, cute show. And I was like, I could watch Parks and Rec. No, people love each other too much. I could watch <laughs> Arrested Development. No, everyone's too mean. I could watch a Gretzko. No, it's literally my life and my life is depressing right now. <laughs> so I went on Hulu and I found that they have the Powerpuff Girls, baby. And now I'm almost done with season one of the Powerpuff Girls. Wait, so yes. you're watching the old one or the new one? The original. Oh my God. Yeah, they have the entirety of the original. <sighs> this is a PSA. Yeah. That's I important. Didn't. It's literally you, Powerpuff Girls classic. You told me, I thought it was like, oh God, they remade it again? Oh no. They did remake it again. Ugh. So, which is bad. I haven't seen Wait, it, but. A third time? Or so a- there was an anime called Powerpuff oh, Girls Z. Okay. And then there was, there's a new one that's called the Powerpuff Girls. And it's like really ugly and weird looking. And actually it doesn't look that different. They made one that was different looking, but this one just, they have new voice actors and I hate it. Mm. Um, but no, I'm watching the OG Powerpuff Girls. Starts out so strong from the gate, baby. Mm, so good. Delicious. Chef's kiss. I was watching it. I woke up. I was like, hell yeah, I'm on episode 12, and I'm going to keep going. Um, I also watched a lot of SpongeBob. So this is good. It was That's a pretty good. successful break. I, li- I like your. I like how you spent your time. Thank you. Chelsea. Yes. How did you spend your time? Well, I went to Austin. 
Did you come back with a twang that you were trying to unlearn? Did you come back with a lot of coasters and a, a stomach full of delicious what? local meats? I hate so many local meats. Oh. Did you go to Hop Dottie? Do you go to Hop Dottie? Is I Hop didn't. Dottie too cool for you? Mm. Or too uncool for you? <laughs> too well, cool for well, you? I meant, I meant too uncool. Like Whoa. touristy. I bet you were just at McDonald's and uh, Buffalo Shut Wild up. Wings. It was an accident. So lame, <laughs> Olive Garden. No. I just ate Taco Bell every day. No, oh, no. Taco Bell. <laughs> no. Oh God. I was not near to a hot. I went to a a brewery right next to Hop Dotty. I could have gone to Hop Dotty, oh. but I went. I Wait, what is Hop Dotty? It's a very good burger place. Oh. It's very good. I had a really amazing hamburger from a place where I also sampled a a avocado gimlet. Oh, Whoa. I'm yeah. interested. It was very green and beautiful. Was it good? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I'm so... Texas has the best food that I've ever eaten in my life. But more about video games. More about video games. How were they? <laughs> I, I finally started playing Pokemon Let's Go. Heck yeah. Um, And I think this is important, is I took Allegra's advice. After being someone who never named my Pokemon, I decided to try to name <gasps> my Pokemon. And I came up with some good names. I have a well. I Tell guess me everything. Yeah, I have a. Uh, well, wait. Now he's a weeping bell because he grew up. But I had a bell spout named Robert. <laughs> I really like that. Robert is a good boy. He's big and strong now. He's that big floating plant. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, and I named my. I have. I got the Evie version, so I named uh-huh. my Evie Tina. Because you got a girl. Yeah. Did you get a girl from the first try or you tried again? Oh, I didn't know. They just gave me a girl. Everyone's getting like a female starter except me. Oh. And I'm very jealous. Well, I have Tina and she sits so on my head. Cute. I just got that Evie set too. Did you style her oh. hair? I can't figure out how to style her hair. And now she's wearing a hat. Okay. Yeah. There's a really good guide on Polygon. I was going to. <laughs> my phone was on the other side of the room. And so instead, I just kept rubbing my switch frantically. And then I was like, this is not working. <laughs> I and then now she's wearing a sailor hat. So oh no, I love that a sailor so hat much. and a sailor shirt. Tina's so stylish. Oh. Um, and then oh yes, I named my Bil- Bulbasaur Billy Sore. That was my favorite. Billy Sore. <laughs> Billy Sore. Billy Sore. Um, yeah, I decided to name. I need to name my Geo Dude. I got a little Lowland mm. Geo Dude. That's so. Oh. Cool. Yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, it's been really nice. It's not. It's like you were name him Fist. 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 Okay. Thank I'll you. Do that Wilson you. Fist. Wilson Fist. I got Wilson it. Fist. Yes, that's good. I was like, what's a good parody of Fisk? Oh. Wilson Fist. That's perfect. Okay, uh, I named my Pikachu Ryan Reynolds because I ran out of characters. Chelsea, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she sent me a screenshot and she's like, oh, I'm following your lead. And I was like, I'm so proud of you. And I was looking at the names and I was like, great, great, great. And then I got to Ryan Reynolds and I was like, should I tell her that's not his name? <laughs> Uh, it was uh, run out of characters and uh, I decided to just keep it. <laughs> Otherwise, like, does she not know? I know exactly what his name is, okay? <laughs> There's a character limit. And it's very short. It is short. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is... Y. I guess so. Or I could have taken out the space and he could have been just no space. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, my God. Uh, look, I think you're right. I think it is better to name, especially in this game, because you'll end up catching a zillion... Mm. And it's a good way to be like, this is the one I want to keep versus mm-hmm. all the other Pidgeys. <laughs> oh, wait, my Pidgey, my Pidgey is named Percy. Percy's a Pidgey. So good. Okay. Have very good taste in, in names. I'm thinking, re- yeah. That Got potentially to- belong to old people. <laughs> and some of our listeners. Old people and Pokemon <laughs> have a lot in common. <laughs> and 
Some of our listeners. You got to catch them. You got to catch them. You keep them in a little box when you're not using them, you know. Oh, God. Oh, the implications. Uh, No, and and I played played more Mario Party. Uh, I played so much Mario Party. Good. Yes. I played, I found out, I didn't really realize this or dive into it, but just playing the whole mini game mode. Mm-hmm. Like just going through one mini game to another is so enjoyable and a good way to play it. I don't think I can do that yet because I haven't unlocked them all. Keep playing. You'll do it. I'm trying. Um, I I played with my friends who listen to the show. So hi, hey. Mandy. Hi. Um, hi, Mandy. Yeah. And uh, on a nice projector, which was really fun. Aww. So yeah, like nice way to play. We played a ton. We played mini games until like one in the morning we're like oh my god wait that's so nice we i i had a cursed game uh with my poor friend annie who if you listen to this show i'm sorry to put you on blast she was playing as one of the characters that uh has a zero on their die and she kept trying to use it and we were like statistically you're not going to roll a zero this many times in a row (laughs) she we went through the whole um chemex gold map Mm-hmm. She did not get to the star once. I think she she got there once in like turn nine, literally <laughs> turn nine, because she rolled a zero about six times in a row. And then she kept getting put on the side path that skips the star. That happened twice in a row. It was so horrible. Oh my God. That is so sad. And by the end, we like, at first we were like, oh no, it'll be okay next time. And then by the end, I was literally crying. I was laughing so hard every time she rolled. Uh, sorry. Oh God. That map is ridiculous too. We I play- love that map. Though. We played it for the first time as well. And it was like, oh my God, you end up with so many stars at the end. Yeah. You can be like, oh, I have six stars. Oh yeah. Oh, you had, did you win? I did not win that time. No, I came pretty close for a while, and then everything changed, as it does in Mario Party. Classic. Classic Mario Party. Mm. Uh, I also played the um, co-op mode. Oh, yeah. Uh, the adventure river rafting? Not the adventure river rafting. Sorry. It, it's a, I, I'm trying to remember what it's called, but it's the kind where um, instead of moving, rolling, and going on the path on the board, you are on a grid, and you plot out your path. Oh, I haven't played that one. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. I was extremely tired when I played it, but at the beginning of it, I did enjoy it. Uh, there's just a lot of it's it's two teams of two, and there are a lot of things that can go wrong, um, including if you're playing with AI on your team, the AI, even though it can get to a star, deciding to not get to a star. Thanks, Mario Party <laughs> AI, for being the fucking worst all the time. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, it's a really, really interesting way to play. Uh, and I, I I, think if I look past the haze of my being really tired and being in a position where we knew we weren't going to win for, like, a few turns in a row, I think if I look past that, I really enjoyed it. So that's my That sounds lesson. really fun. Yeah, I I'm with you. really jealous of you guys. Like, I have played Mario Party with, like, an actual party Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, this one, the new one, Super Mario Party, like twice maybe, Aww. and it was fun. But then never again. No. I never got another chance. We we should play more because that game yeah. is still very good, and it's mm-hmm. just also like a really good thing for like family or people who don't play a lot of games. Like, yeah. That's exactly why I bought it right before I went on vacation. <sighs> See, yeah. that is so smart. I played with my brother's girlfriend who also hasn't played a ton, like doesn't play a ton mm-hmm. of games, and she really liked it. So nice. Yeah. 
It's oh. so fun. Though my mom, we did the co-op rafting mode as well. And my mom walked in the room. We we're all doing like this. We're rowing <laughs> just with one arm frantically. She's like, what is happening? <laughs> I love that mode. And then you guys high five. Yeah, you got a high five. I always miss the high fives. I'm so awful. Sounds like real life. One person yeah. would always get distracted and be like, what? Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyone who's put down their controller is like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, so over vacation, I, uh, on the way, on the flight to Washington, I beat. Breath of the Wild. Yay. Oh, yes. oh my God. I'm waving my hands I'm excitedly. I'm so excited. I, if, I've been playing this game for literally a year because uh, I'm pretty sure I bought my Switch last December and I started playing it either right after Christmas or, um, yeah, in, you know, early 2018 or something. Um, so it took me a year playing on and off in long stints both ways. Uh, I loaded up Polygon's uh, Hyrule Castle Guide right before the plane <laughs> took off, and I was using that because I wanted to like get as much stuff as I could. Um, and then I began in on the first try, and I was so Yay. proud of myself for that. I am proud of you. Very proud. You're strong. I was so strong. Is this your first Zelda game, really? Uh, pretty much, because I, I played Wind Waker. Um, yeah, I think that's the only one that I played, actually, now that I'm thinking back on it. Man, that's a, this is a way different game, too. It's very different. Um, but I, I just friggin' love it. Um, it was very satisfying. I spent a lot of time getting uh, what I thought were all the captured memories. Apparently, we're not. So now I'm kind of nervous about what other ending. Because I know that the ending, the goodness of the ending, depends on how many of the memories you find. Oh. <laughs> and I was missing like one last one. So I need to like watch the endings on YouTube. But um, the point is, I beat it. It was great. I immediately went back and started um, doing, like went back to my old save and started wrapping up all the other side quests and stuff and taking all the pictures and everything. So I've been playing, I was at something like 1.30 when I beat the game, 1.30 hours and I'm sure I played for at least five or six more hours, possibly way more hours after I beat it. Um, I have not stopped. That's good, though. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm so glad that you love this game so much. I love it so much. Yeah, I want to play it forever, forever and ever. Got all the shrines. That's one thing I did after after I beat the game. Went back and got all 120. You got all. I have not even done that, so I'm freaking mm. impressed. I used the walkthroughs uh, at the very end of it because I got like very there, annoyed. There are a couple, I, that's why I was like, I don't even know where these are. Although, actually, I realized so what I had done uh, because I was very bad for a long time. Every time I found a shrine that was a major test of strength, which is where you fight the like the hardest guardians that are in the shrines. Uh, I would go into the shrine, I'd see it as a major test of strength, and then I would just go right back out again. So I realized I had thought that those shrines were counted in my total, but they weren't because I didn't have the spirit orbs from beating the shrine. So a lot of the shrines that I thought, like, why can't I, I'm at like 110, where are all these fucking shrines that I'm not finding? Oh, no. I realized <laughs> that I had found them. I just had not beaten them. Oh. So I went back and I, I and this was like a very good feeling because I had avoided them forever because I fucking hate fighting guardians. And I went back and I systematically just went one by one by one by one and I destroyed them all. Nice. One try each. And that felt very good to do. So. I just, yeah, I spent money on all those guardian weapons just to beat those because I was like, this is the way to go. The ancient arrows just. Ancient arrows are so fucking good. I had a few. And I mean, the great thing about those shrines is that the guardians are carrying the guardian weapons. Yes. So every time my weapons would break and every time I would get 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was good. Well, well, well. Are we ready for a final email? Yes. All right. This is from Chaffee. This is a response to uh, an earlier topic where we were talking about our bad gaming habits. Um, now, Chelsea, I think you are not here for this episode. Yes. We're talking about our bad gaming habits. But that's okay because I, I know both of you very well and I can imagine both of your bad habits. Mm-hmm. They're pretty bad. I think mine was hoarding and Allegra's. Actually, you might not know Allegra's. Well, one of them is obviously multi-screening. And falling asleep. And falling asleep. But the other one is that I need to put my character, like, in the designated resting place that I have given them every time I save. So, for example, in Pokemon Silver, it doesn't matter where I am. I could have just been in a gym in Kanto. I would have to fly all the way back to Goldenrod City, which is the very the third gym you go to in the game. Why? And I would save in the Pokemon Center in the exact same spot at a table that was, a, like, I would be seated a parallel to some lady at the table. I always had to save there because if I didn't, it's like, my character is going to be lonely. It's like, I'm not going to sleep not in my bed or like someplace where I've decided to. I'm not going to sleep in Somehow some random this building. Has gotten even worse since <laughs> last time we talked about this. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep outside. She's been thinking about it and like stewing on the whole thing is what I think happened. <laughs> so we got a listener sending in their bad gaming habit. Um, and Chaffee says, when we were kids, both of my brothers had this habit of getting too excited physically while playing video games at neighbors' houses because we were not allowed to have a console at home. Same! We'd all be sitting on the floor in front of the TV playing something multiplayer, and my older brother, let's say, would stand up and start to bounce in place excitedly. This would turn into literally hopping up and down, which would bring him gradually closer and closer to the screen until he was right in front of it, jumping around with his nose a foot away from the glass, completely blocking everyone else's view. My younger brother had gigantic hair at the time, which did (laughs) not help. The really challenging thing about this is that it was completely unconscious behavior and they would be so zoned in on whatever we were playing that they often couldn't even hear our complaints of not being able to see the TV. (laughs) We would sometimes have to get up and gently pull them away. They would sit down, we'd continue playing, then they might get up and do it again 15 minutes later. This happened probably every time we played anything for several years. Today, of course, I love this and I'm not mad. I've never thought about it much until a recent listener question about bad habits while playing games. And now I'm wondering if anyone else experienced this very particular phenomenon. Thanks. And sit down. (laughs) That is so good. That is so cute. I love that story. I don't think I ever bounced on my feet, but definitely I would, like when playing Donkey Kong at a friend's house or Mario at a friend's house, I would kick when I jumped. I think it's just like a a weird a, a kid reaction, mm-hmm. possibly. I don't know if your brothers still do it, Chaffy. <laughs> um, lately, playing Smash Brothers, I get very physically into it. I don't kick or punch or anything, but I'm like I'm one of those people who, um, when you're watching a movie or something, and you're like, people don't game like that where they're aggressively just pressing all the buttons and moving yeah. the joysticks. Like I actually am doing that <laughs> while playing Smash Brothers. Like I'm like, oh yeah, I'm charging this attack. Ugh, I'm holding down my butt, my joysticks really aggressively, and then bam, I'm moving them, <laughs> and I just feel like I'm. Do like, you narrate this too? <laughs> like literally, I'm like, yeah, fuck, Ugh, I'm punching you, and like anytime I die, I'm like, god damn it, and. Oh. I'm just like playing it all the time now. Mm-hmm. So like my roommates will come home and they just understand like I can I can talk to you, but I will be playing this. So I'll yeah. just be like, yeah, how was your day? Fucking Kirby. Oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah, mine was pretty good. God 
damn it! I I will definitely like curse and like slap the arm of my chair or yeah. anything like that if I if I die. Yeah, uh, that is very <laughs> relatable behavior. Yeah, but the weird physical stuff. I remember a good friend of mine in high school would you know when you see people drawn like this where they're like drawn very concentrating and their tongue is sticking out. Mm-hmm. He yeah. did that literally. So he'd be like <laughs> playing a fighting game and be like this. And I was like, <laughs> licking his chin, like licking his chin, and I'd be like, "How are you doing that?" And I he'd used be like, to do "I did when I was much younger." Yeah, yeah. I mean, he were like sixteen at the time, but I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> what is your brain doing right now that you're like licking? That is the concentrating face you're making." I thought only cartoons did that. It's and so interesting because, like, why do even cartoons do that? Like, where did that come from? I from this kid that Chelsea knew. So why do you have to like lick your face? The best thing is that he looked like. Uh, did you guys watch Recess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he looked like Mike and recess. Oh, it's good. Ah. I'm looking him up to remind myself. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I can picture oh, Mikey no. doing that. Oh my god. Uh, and what? What was? What did he say when you asked him? Why? He was just like, "I have to think. <laughs> this is how I think." Alrighty, alrighty, buddy. Oh, that's really cute. Um, wow. So those are some weird. If you have even more weird but appropriate physical gaming reactions. Yes, physical gaming reactions. <laughs> Just describe your physicalities to us. Yeah. Uh, you can send those to Polygon Show at polygon.com where we will receive them. Uh, and of course, if you like the show, please give it a review on Apple Podcasts or share it with a friend. Help us get some more visibility so that we can be visible. I don't know really what the end goal of that is. I, uh, I take over can... the world from Jeff Bezos and I make everyone play video games and become I'm a gamer. I'm almost at 20,000 followers on Twitter. So wow. get the like trending. <laughs> get Allegra trending. <laughs> Just like Bird Box, baby. Hashtag Allegra. Hashtag get Allegra trending. What's the, what would the Allegra Frank challenge be? Ooh, I think it would definitely have to be how many things can you be doing at the same time? Like mm. playing a game, watching a show. How many shows yes. are you on the phone? Yes. How many websites? Yes. I'd love to see that. That's really good. Yeah. Okay, that's the Allegra Frank. Hashtag get Allegra Frank trending I found out why it's called Bird Box by the way oh okay this is my mission of the day figuring out why the fuck Bird Box is called Bird Box and I asked Allegra and she didn't know it's because they have a box of birds that shriek when the monsters get close oh yeah it's very it's so much simpler even than you could have imagined because the birds don't commit suicide if they see the monster according to the Wikipedia summary that I read animals do so do the birds kill themselves when the I don't know when they grow. <laughs> are, the, are the birds blindfolded? Maybe they are. But then how do they know the monsters are coming? Do are, bird, are birds affected? We don't even have to explain box. what we're talking about because we know that everyone is here to incept us with oh, okay. bird box. Bird Ugh. box explain. I'm not going to watch them anymore. Neither am I. Chelsea, you know. what would your uh what would the Chelsea Stark challenge be? Mm. What if they just had to, some good hair colors, some strong they would have to dye their hair. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that they would have to scream, I, I'm curvy and I eat cake. <laughs> I like oh, cake. I, I am curvy and I like cake. But Excuse eating me, as much don't... cake as they can. Yeah, I'm curvy and I like cake. And then they have to smash their face into the cake. Yeah. And then eat it without lifting their heads. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's really good. That's a really good challenge. You know actually. what? I, and it's relatable because there's a video of me as a two-year-old smashing my face into a big bird cake. <gasps> that was mine because it was Aww. my birthday. <laughs> 
Big bird. <laughs> to be clear, bird it was not box. someone else's cake. Oh, that was your bird box cake. <laughs> it was my cake now. My big bird bird box cake. <laughs> I think the the Simone de Rochefort challenge would be um, cooking with all of the wrong spices. <laughs> Trying to follow a recipe, but you don't have all of the ingredients, and then you just have to make it up. But it still has to taste fucking great. Because guess what? what is the wrongest spice sub you've done? Uh, I don't know what the wrongest one is, but the most recent one turned out fucking fantastic. And it was, uh, I did not have any cumin. I was making I cumin I knew you were going to say cumin, because who has cumin? I have a Me, ton of cumin. <laughs> cumin is great. What is cumin? It's Follow so up. good. If you put cumin in like chicken flavored ramen, mm-hmm. it becomes even better. Uh, but I probably did that too much, because I was out of it. And I substituted a Chinese five spice, which is quite different. But it worked, is the, the point. I had to Wait, use something. What was it in? Uh, lentil soup. Oh, yeah, that probably worked. Yeah, it was really great. It was a little bit of uh, chili powder, mm. a lot of salt and pepper. Very good. Anyway. I'm excited um, for our cooking show spinoff. I know. Uh, so <laughs> good luck, listeners. Do all of those things. But most importantly, reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. And tune in next week. And see us see us at PodCon in about two weeks from now, uh, starting the 20th of January. 19th. The 19th of January, we will be in Seattle uh, enjoying ourselves and enjoying your company, hopefully. I think the schedule for PodCon is up now, so you can see what we're all doing. Uh, All four of us will be there, and uh, I will be extremely jet-lagged, but it's going to be a very good time. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. This has been The Polygon Show.